you heard uh, Christy Gordon there during the news break. Temperatures are expected to drop well below zero uh, this week. Uh, tomorrow night, we are expected uh, to have temperatures hit as low as minus 10, even potentially minus 11. Highs of minus 6, and those fridge overnight temperatures uh, will move into Friday with daytime lows potentially down to minus 11 degrees Celsius as well. You can imagine many homeless shelters are preparing for the cold snap. Joining me now is Jack O'Halloran, CEO of the Surrey Urban Mission Society. Jack, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, we are expecting uh, much cooler temperatures uh, in the next 24 hours or so and uh, heading into the weekend as well. Uh, walk me through what you're seri- seeing and, he- and hearing uh, in Surrey in regards to this issue. Well, usually when uh, we get these extreme weather um, responses, we have um, a couple extra. Um, we have two places that has, unfortunately not beds, but uh, we lay out mats um, so between our partners at Night Shift Ministry and, and um, Sums Place on King George, we get 15 mats in each area, so we can take in an extra 30 people. Now, saying that, um, the tough thing, of course, is we run five shelters, just over 200 beds, but we're, uh, we're full every single night. So those 30 mats really come into, come into use. And you you expect those thirty mats to be filled uh, immediately? Oh, they'll, as soon as the sun starts to go down, they they line up outside. And unfortunately, like I say, once once we allow fifteen in, we can't take any more in. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's there's hundreds of people on left on the street. Is there uh, any uh, conversation about extra funding for for moments like this, where you have uh, these cold snaps that hit Vancouver during winter time uh, that that you can access? Unfortunately, this year, no. Um, we, every year, go to the well, even in the summer, um, for the cooling stations as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it is, with our extreme weather, both summer and winter, it is starting to become a topic that's discussed more. But um, it's it's the space that's really needed. Hmm. Uh, give me a sense of Surrey's homeless population. You're saying like you're going to be full. When did you see this number start to balloon, or was there a tipping point in your mind where you, where it just has exploded? No, it's it's been like this, unfortunately, um, mm. for years. Um, like I say, we have um, six locations altogether. One of them is a hygiene unit where guests can come and, and do their laundry and, and have a shower. One of them is a rent-subsidized um, venue that we just opened in December, the other four are full-out shelters with 213 beds all in all. And um, we run, for, for the 2023, to give you an example, Jazz, mm-hmm. we ran a 2.3% occupancy rate. Um, so that shows you how little space we have in, in 200 beds. Um, now, back in COVID, there was the North Surrey Rec Center, which had an emergency response center but that was uh that was never brought back after covid why do you think we're seeing this you're saying you've always had a you know it's always been an issue of space for you uh and there's been you know a profound conversation occurring in our city in this province in regards to uh, growing homeless population and and other issues Mm -hmm. around crime Uh, sometimes they're interrelated sometimes they're not um but what is causing this in your mind is it covid that really 
has spiked these numbers in the sense of the broader conversation? Or, or is there something else happening in your mind? Like why are we seeing and talking and hearing about this so often now? You know, I, I really believe um, from what I've seen and what I've learned, it's, it's, this, it stems from mental illness. Um, the availability of treatment. Um, I've never said in, in all my years of doing this, I've never said it's drugs um, because drugs are really a byproduct of being homeless. Um, I don't believe anybody wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to move to the downtown east side or I'm going to move to Wally and become an addict today and live in an alley. Um, it's all um, stemming from preconceived, um, or no, sorry, not preconceived, but um, prior problems that has led to this date. Um, I've always said that, uh, you know, we're two paychecks and um, a critical situation away from, uh, from being that person. Um, so I really think it, it stems from mental illness and our, our lack of uh, ability to, to care for that. Uh, do you think the public still have compassion for those that are homeless? Because sometimes even on this show I hear comments that are at times dismissive of these individuals. You hear this in passing occasionally. Um, and hopefully those are just isolated comments. But do you think we still have a compa- compassionate society for these individuals? I do. When you when you look at homeless as not an item or, um, you know, a skin rash or something, when you look at homeless as um, a brother, a sister, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a, a child, um, you know, um, when you look at homeless with a face, you realize that um, there really is love and compassion out there. And, you know, the, the government does what it can. We always say the government could do more, we wish. Um, but when we, when we tap into the public, when we go to the public and, and ask for help, when asked for financial donations, when we ask for, you know, clothing donations and, and food donations, people step up. So I, I believe there is compassion out there. Uh, you mentioned uh, at the beginning of our interview uh, about cooling stations. Right now, obviously, people will be requiring uh, to be indoors because of the cold. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing in the summer and the impact of just heat and the homeless. The, the summer is the same thing. You know, when you, when you consider that in the homeless world, people pretty much carry around their life. Um, whether it's on their back or, or whether it's in a shopping cart or whether it's in a wagon, they, they carry around their life on their back. So when you're dealing with the homeless people, um, you, you realize that winter isn't just the culprit, that summer and extreme heat is definitely, you know, they need clean water, they need fresh water, cold water. Um, they need a place to come in and just get out of the sun and, and rejuvenate a bit because they have no protection. Um, you know, so it's, it, it's, just as important in the summer as it is in the winter. Mm. Uh, if people wanted uh, to help, people who are listening to this conversation, uh, what can they donate? What do you need, uh, whether it's blankets or, or just donations? Uh, where can they go to help? Well, the easiest place, of course, is on our website, which is www.sumsplace.ca. And there's a donate tab there. The financial is always a great help because, of course, when you get government funding, um, it comes with um, restrictions and whatnot, whereas when it's a financial from a private donor or a corporate donor, we can go out and buy blankets or buy sleeping bags. And at our location called Sums Place on King George Avenue, 
we have a donation center there. The big thing right now, uh, to be totally honest, is sleeping bags mm. because at least people can get in and get warm and zip it up. Um, we always need, of course, jackets and toques and boots, but sleeping bags and blankets right now are, are paramount to, uh, to staying warm. All right. So if anybody wants to donate, uh, whether it's financially or donate blankets, or in this case, as you say, sleeping bags are, are most regard, they can go to uh, your location on King George uh, or yes. at sumsplace.com, S-O-M-S place, P-L-A-C-E, dot C-A or dot com? Dot C-A. Dot C-A. Sumsplace.ca, where they can get more information. Jack, thank you so much for your time today and all the best to you. Oh, thank you very much. Really appreciate you.